Welcome to the podcast. This is all the stuff that happened on the show today, or maybe the day before, depending on the day that you're actually listening to the podcast. But we just cut out all the music and the and the boring stuff. Yes, so just Correct. us talking. Oh, that's out. My turn to talk. I thought you didn't want us to talk. No, yeah. Was just, yeah. Yep. it was a good show though. Yeah, we talked about living too close to your parents. We talked to a hundred year old woman too. <laughs> We That's why to... she's over the phone. We couldn't get her in person because of you. <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah. We talked to we talked to Trevor Gil, Trevor Gilmister about his uh, his opinion on the drug scandal in the NRL at the moment. We did a lot of talking. All right, here is more talking. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Ask Iris. You can't be a hundred and be innocent, can you? No, you can't. Oh, yeah, a superstar has been born on this show, and I'm so glad that we we spoke to her management. We locked her down on a contract so she can be a regular um, appearance. Don't know if that's confirmed because we may not be paying her, but I did fall <laughs> in love with her. Now, her name is Iris. She's from Logan Home. Morning, Iris. Hello. Good morning. Oh, hey, Iris. Well, see, I morning, fell in love Iris. with you, and your, I think it was your granddaughter gave a call and said we need to call you up because you're a bad, naughty grandma when you asked for a very special present for your 100th birthday. Well, I asked for a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I'd fancy a nice young man parading in front of me. Iris, though, were you disappointed? When he only went to the belt, were you like, this is not what I ordered? He did promise me if I lived to 105, he would do the full Monty. (laughs) Now, Iris, I just... I loved your word of advice, not just about the stripping, because I took that on board, but just in life. You know, you've got a very good outlook on there, and I think that you'd be able to give advice to other people. Oh, yes, I think so. I've had a lot of experiences Mm. in my time. (laughs) How many husbands have you had? Oh, only two. Only two. (laughs) I remember remember you saying that, that you you had two husbands. Any boyfriends, Iris? Oh, yes, quite a few, I'm afraid. I, I seem to... Have a very loving nature. I don't know why, but... Uh... <laughs> totally fine, Iris. Well, we not have only some... smart, but good-looking, Iris. That's yeah. why. Don't forget, there was a war on, and uh, when there's a war on, anything happens, you don't know that you're going to be here the next day. Yeah. So uh, <gasps> you, you have to take the opportunity. That's, That's a great pick-up yeah. line, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great pick-up line, Iris. What happens and in the war is... stays in the war? Yeah, yeah. And, and you see, there's so many men, I mean... Mm. You only had to step into a dance hall and yeah. there'd be a line queuing up at once. Right. Can I take you home? I mean, you hadn't wow. even stepped in the blinking room. Wow. <laughs> All right, so it's like the Tinder of the war times. <laughs> um, if anyone has any questions for you, maybe just anything to do with their relationship or life questions, that you might give your outlook on it. Are you ready for that? I am, yes. Ready for anything. Okay. I love it. First up, we have Mickey from The Gabba. Hi, guys. Um, Iris, I'm in a little bit of a rut. I've been single for a while now, and I don't want an online date, and I was just wondering how I can meet a dream man. Apparently need a water breakout, which we're not far <laughs> off. <laughs> well, how old is she? I'm 26. Well, I don't know much what goes on today. I mean, in my day, it was dancing, so... I don't think they have many dances today, do they? Well, they do. It's more like twerking and gyrating. Have you ever heard about that, Iris? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't attempt it, though, Iris. It might be a little dangerous at your age. Oh, yeah, it would be at my age, definitely. Mm. So, Mickey, you need to... Uh, to go out dancing. In the clubs, I think. Yeah. What yeah. about they've got all these things on the uh, computer where you can pick out somebody? I don't know that I would have 
Well, I never had to do anything like that, thank goodness. Uh, we've got Ellet from uh, Carindale. Ellet, uh, what's your question for Iris? Um, hi, Iris. I've been texting you guys for quite a little while now, going back and forth. It's been going really well. And then all of a sudden, I don't hear from him for three days. Um, he usually texts back within the hour. So I don't know what's going on and I don't know whether I should call him. Well, it depends. If you really like him and he hasn't called for three days, it's not really promising. But uh, I think I would give him a call, definitely, if you really want to like it. You know, if you want to mm. see him again and just call him and, and you can judge from that. Mm. If he gives mm. you judge from that, yeah. Off, well, that's it. But mm. uh, yeah. definitely give him a call. Do you, think a guy, okay. do you think the guy should be the one to chase Iris or you think it's just... Lay your cards out there and say what you want. No, no, definitely the man should do the chasing, but uh, if he hasn't called for three days, well, if you really want to be in his life, you've mm. got to give him a call. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Iris, can I, can I ask you, how, not gonna do that. how long should someone wait, do you think, before they give them whole selves to someone they're dating? Oh, no. <laughs> in my day, you didn't do things like that. You... You held yourself back. No, it's a bit... I know I'm old-fashioned. Mm. I mean, today they just leap into bed, but no. Mm. I like to keep myself a bit private. And, okay, uh, so that's one in the negative column for me. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. uh, one more question for you. As Jacintha in Manly. Jacintha, you're on the phone with Iris. She's 100. She's full of wisdom. What question do you have for her? Oh, Iris, please help me. Mm. My partner flat out refuses to do any household work. What advice have you got? Like, how can you, how can I get him to help me? Well, I don't think she can. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it just depends. I would say it's the way you bring them up. When you meet them, you've got to sort of Train mold them, them yep. into your. I like to call it shaping. It sounds better, Iris. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> so hang on. You're saying? Yeah. Trick him. When you, you, meet, you oh. meet them, you've got to let them realise that mm-hmm. what you expect. Yeah, yeah, no, right. it's not not yeah. tricking him. It's just positive reinforcement. And if they love you enough, they'll, uh, mm. you know, they'll do something to help you. What sort of things do you do for positive reinforcement? Positive reinforcement. Then? When you yeah. see an attribute that you like, mm. I, yeah. this is this is marriage counselling for you. When you see an attribute you like, you encourage doggy that, and cool. then you'll see more of it. And it's called shaping. Right. Yes, okay. that's right. Yes, yeah. thanks, okay. Iris. And if you want a guy to do something, just make him believe it was his idea in the first place. So, Iris. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yes, yeah. isn't it, Iris? <laughs> you two are peas in a pod. <laughs> take her, take her through some steps, though. How would, if you were in her position, how would you? mould him? Say, well, I'm going to clean the house. Here's a broom. You can do the dining room and yeah. I'm doing the something else. Yeah, yeah. What if he says no? Oh, well, then you're not too happy, are you? You just sort of turn off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> withholding. The ancient art of withholding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah There's a definite art in it, I'll tell you. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that help you, Jacintha? <laughs> I oh, Iris, that sounds like a good plan. I, I, I think, I think withholding might might help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Iris, you are one hundred years old. You are full of wisdom, and uh, we are going to get you on regularly. If anyone ever wants to ask you a question, at thirteen ten sixty. Thank you so much for uh, coming on this morning. Right. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Replay hit one hundred and five. Uh, before you go any further. Abby, any further at all, uh, let me just play this tape which says Abby's theme song. I don't do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 Abby, 
Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Been on a, like a bender. No, really? no, 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 no. There was a couple of party days, but I'm done now. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I'm done for a That's little bit. That's what you normally more. say on Mondays, Abby. I only do that on Mondays, but on Friday. Really do. On Friday, you take my hand and say, yeah. "I'm done." Yes. Okay. And then on Fridays, I catch a taxi to go and pick up the kids from school and childcare. Which three in a row. Three oh, Finny was so angry. He's like, "I don't want to walk." I was like, "Walking's fun. We do like to walk home." So I catch a cab there and then thirteen ten sixty. If what? I just want to quickly throw this out there, There's, no one will probably call. If anyone has seen Abby on a Friday at the school, if you're one of the parents from the school, thirteen ten sixty quickly. Jump, I have seen jump on the phone now. From Abby Jane Coleman, and no. just then I, I ch- check to make sure your microphone's not melting, mate. I think it's more yeah, responsible. Yeah, you definitely. Know? It's yeah. definitely more responsible. I plan ahead and yeah. I catch a taxi here because we had a lunch. How's this? Like, do you think this is a bit weird? And I'm going to put her in it because Lisa from Channel 9, who we love to be, it's we've always had drinks together. She's, let's be honest, we've always been a bit of party girls together. And I thought because we were going to a lunch together that we would catch a cab. Yeah. And she rocked up. And she drove. I was like, well, girls have- gone mild. <laughs> <laughs> Having well, a cup of tea someone. and a nap. It's like if you organise a big night and then a mate rocks up and goes, yeah, I'm on detox. Oh, and you I hate go, that. Oh, 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 yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, I can't talk to you sober, buddy. Nah. No, but you know, you just need a heads up. People need to do it. And then how's this? Now I do feel sorry for her mm. because she was responsible and she was going to be driving to go and see her boyfriend later on. Her car got towed. Oh. <laughs> Did she just hang it all and go, all right, line them up, let's go. I can't drive home now. I don't know. I left because I was being responsible and making it to school pickup. Yeah. In a cab. No, she she was How? What do you reckon you, how how drunk were you at school pickup, do you reckon? No, I was fine. The week before I wasn't, but I was fine for this one, yeah. (laughs) What what do you do at school pickup when you've been drinking? Like, are you, are you, you know how this... Do what everyone else does, pretend you're not. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Do you, do you, you know how you really try hard to pretend you're not drunk? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I was a bit too talkative one week. In hindsight, I was a bit too talkative. And you had and a kebab. I, and I was running around playing with the other kids that were there. <gasps> yeah. oh. And I look back and I go, oh, I know that's you're not good. That, yeah, you yeah do I was ha- piggybacking ha- kids as well. Like, come on, Abby. <laughs> the, the, you've got to really rein in. Rain in your uh, your chances to slur yeah. or tell people how much I love you. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's that smell. But to be fair, talk, Stan go. went to the kindy pickup that Friday as well. Yes, I did. Thank you for what are you just a bit alone out there on the run. That's true. Yeah, is it wrong to take a drink? They, but you know what? Now that things they they know on Fridays, they're surprised that you rock up drunk. When he turns up to kindy sober, they go, oh. Are you okay? What's what's is everything all right? Well, that is just blatant defamation <laughs> because it has never happened once. <laughs> Girls gone wild. Yeah, I'm disappointed. No mums from your school rang. We should maybe no, need to do this at school. School drop off time. I want to know if any mums saw you drunk on Friday. No, I was fine this Friday. You really were. Yeah, I was um, fine this Friday. You know, but it's it's not a, and I think you do the right thing because they put um, breathalysers outside of school pickups and they pick Apparently up a lot of people. Apparently, it's awful. Yeah. So it's if you're going to have, you know, you might not even have that many, but enough to not be able to drive. I can't drive if I have like, you know, the standard that yeah. I think it's like one, one or whatever. Every hour. I can't yeah. because every time I go out, I notice that. Which don't get me wrong, I love it when I'm not driving. Yeah, you got to be careful. But they feel it right up to the top. Yeah, yeah it's not a standard you know? drink. And you're like, that's not a standard drink. I would not be able to to mm. drive on that. Mm. Don't give me that. I wish I had a violin. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at this! Look at this! He's Tito so over here, know, who's right? never done it before. You were at that thing last Friday with us as well, and you weren't exactly yes. Mr. Holden back. Remember oh. how I mean. happy you were that your son cancelled basketball? basketball? You're like, yeah. you're no, no, yeah. no, thank it, goodness! I, I, I can already, have another go! I'm already basketball's the cancelled. I mean, Esther had like a 12-hour fight after that drinking session. A 12-hour flight? Yeah. What, so you got home at 3 p.m. and it went till 3 a.m.? No, I just went home drunk and slept, and she didn't appreciate that because she hadn't slept that night. So. Shouldn't have brought it up again. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Abby, are you still trying to line up your husband with mandates? Ah, yes. I organised for them to have one on Saturday night. Scotty couldn't go, so the other guys went. And I got calls from the ladies saying uh, they can't walk. <laughs> Don't do that again. Don't do that again. Do that again. <laughs> Apparently well, they well, had fun. <laughs> I might I might have to need, need order to do that because I'm finding it hard to, to, to make friends. I mean, oh, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. Yes. and uh, I've, I mean, I've got my poker friends uh, yeah. that I see on a Wednesday night, but um, that's just for playing poker. They are a bunch of, you know... Vaping reprobates that are probably you know don't really like the sunlight. I love them, yeah. Um, but you know I like things that you know move and go outside. Uh, so I tried <laughs> to join um, a, a, a cycling group as Perfect. people often see on early Saturday mornings. They're often you know yep. you can it's legal. You ride to abreast and yeah. you know you start out very very early. You go out, you come back. Cool. And so I was emailing this guy and I said, oh, we'll, "We'll meet you you know Saturday morning six a.m. Um, right by the park." So, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so I, I left my house about quarter to six. Were you I got nervous? Down. I was actually. Well, Abby. What yeah. lycra do I wear? No, they weren't like that Well, one. it's even worse because they're all part of the cycling club, so they all have exactly oh. the same clothes on. Yes, you don't oh, yeah. have the uniform. So I don't have the uniform yet because I'm still like, you know, Who's a trainee. Who's the newbie? I'm the yeah. newbie, right? And I also, I've been diagnosed. I have a thing called social phobia, yeah, which makes, I'm terrified of strangers, which is why I like to sit in a small soundproof glass booth with you guys and uh, not talk to strangers. Yeah. Um, but so I, I go around the I go around the park and I, I get there and I, I see a group of riders exactly where we're supposed to meet, and the bloke I've been emailing is Jonathan, and so I turn up and this bloke looks at me like he knows me and stupid me I forget probably the good reason why he looks at me now. Like yeah. Me. In your yeah, email, did you have to tell him to wear like a bow in his hair or something <laughs> like that? No, no, so no, you knew which one he was. No, no, I said I'll be I'll be the one in the purple. Right. Yeah. 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 And I say, yeah. oh hey man, hey Jonathan, he goes, hey, hey man. I said, oh, okay, cool. And I, and I sort of hung there for a little bit more and I looked around because it's, I ride a giant bicycle and, and they're supposed to be like, it's a giant ride. Right. And I look around, I didn't see any other giant It's the brand bikes. of bike. Yeah. It's a giant oh, right. brand I, I thought he was on a penny farthing. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and I turned around, I, I see all these other bikes. I'm like, is this a, is this a giant ride? Yeah, there's a few giants here. <laughs> and I thought, is he, is he, is this banter? Maybe. I, I, yep. I have a very hard time discerning when there's banter going on. It's, yeah. I don't yeah. know, I'm a bit specky like that. Yeah. And so anyway, off we go. Oh, okay. Oh, great. And so I join in and there's like 20 riders and I'm right at the back because uh, I don't know how to do it very well. And I'm, I'm riding, I'm, I'm riding a group that is. And so we're riding and I thought we were going, um, you know, just, you know, up the mountain and back and we, we, we get to one corner and we turn and we go another corner and we turn. I think this is a long way around to get to the mountain and back. <laughs> and, um, and we get just before we get on the freeway and I turn to the guy who's at the very back who's supposed to get all the stragglers. And I said, is it? Where are we going? And he goes, we're going to have a coast, mate. Is this the giant ride? No, no, this is the bike bug ride. Oh. You joined the wrong group. I joined the wrong group because I, I can't ride with my hearing aids in. So oh. 
I, I couldn't really hear what else was going on. Well, that's yeah. handy for when there's people zooming past and cars abusing you anyway. You're like, oh, I have a lovely uh, day. Mate, Maddie, as far as I'm concerned, everyone loves a cyclist. <laughs> you've, um, you've got to be really careful with that, though, wouldn't you? Because you don't know what sort of group. Was, was that Osher riding in an Animal Cruelty's Cool group? Is that, <laughs> is that Osher riding in the One Nation Party bike ride for the annual event? What's going pretty on much, there? Pretty much. So, so what happened then is like, I, I just like, oh, look. Because uh, there's a person at the back who's supposed to make sure no one gets left behind yeah. or has an accident or whatever. So I said, oh, look, when they ask you what happened when you lost one rider, just tell them that I joined the wrong rider. I'm so sorry. Oh. And you peeled off. I peeled off. Uh. Did you email I, Jonathan, the right guy? I did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I emailed the right Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. And I said, hey, man, I, in a combination of me being, you know, immortally shy and not having my hearing aids and I joined the wrong ride. I'm so oh, sorry. If you missed me I feel bad for Jonathan. Imagine him with all of his bike buddies going, it's going to be sick. Osher yeah. from The Bachelor's coming yeah. to ride, boys. And they're like, sure he is. Sure, yeah, yeah. no, you yeah. stood yeah. him up. Wow. I never, sh- I never showed up. But I did I did go and do um, 50Ks around the park by myself. Oh. It's all right. I was by myself. It was really good. Oh. <laughs> If you're looking for a friend as well, 131060, <laughs> some wild weekends with Osh up for grabs. You know, you're not actually supposed to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play that. Uh, a little clue, tomorrow's letter. Yes, is... H or H? What is correct for it? I can't remember. I know is it this. H? I, I think, think it's H. 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 Is it H? A-I-C-H. Yeah, but then why? If it's a H, wouldn't it start with a H, H. not an H? That's true. You know what I mean? Like, mm. We don't say the letter R when we say the letter R. I go, Rrr. That's right. She does. But it is H or H for Harry. Could score you $10,000. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I want to hear from people on 131060. If you are on a weekly allowance from your partner, if they put you on a weekly allowance, 13, 10, 60, because there's an interesting article over the weekend that was written about, a, well, the real messy divorce. You know, the celebrity accountant, Anthony Bell, who mm. is, oh, yeah. yeah, who's been taken to court by his um, ex, Kelly Landry. And Where she, the whole Aaron Molan thing yes, got wrapped one. up yeah. in. Yeah, and she mm. used was... to be a weather reporter and she earned her own money and then she had children. Mm-hmm. And then he put her on an allowance, which was $1,000 a week, which is a lot. But they're different. That's a different breed. As an accountant, he would, have, he would have had it siphoned through in a, a non-disclosing <laughs> trading trust and all kinds of stuff. It, yep. would, it would have been for tax benefits for everyone, I'm sure. Uh. But it's a really interesting article because it said, once upon a time, a man would come home from work. He'd hand over his pay packet to the household accountant, which would be his wife. Mm. And they would sort out everything. But in independence, I guess, and new age, there's a lot of people that have separate bank accounts. Yes. Yeah. So because they have separate bank accounts, when a lady, predominantly, it could be a guy as well, but predominantly when the lady takes time off to have the children, she's not earning any money. You've got separate accounts. So an allowance is given. Yeah. Which scares me. Yeah. And I have to admit, I never could do it, ever. No? Hang on. So Scotty's not working at the moment. He's building your house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you pay him an allowance? No, of course I'm not. Because I find that would be... I don't, if anyone wants to call up and says that it makes him feel empowered or disempowered, because I couldn't imagine that. So when he Who goes to, the... to set an allowance for him, we just have a shared bank account and we oh, both okay. have cards so, to it. So like on a Friday at the end of a hard week when he's been working, you just sling him a 50 and it's like, go buy yourself something nice. Uh-huh. I find that would be rude, mm. but I don't think I could ever earn less than my husband. Really? Mm-mm. 
Because cool I don't feel – because even when we go to a bar, if a guy asks me for a drink, I turn around and buy him a bar because I don't like that you obligation. Buy him the whole bar. Wow. How much <laughs> you get paid? Hey, hey, can I buy you a drink, please? You are please, <laughs> please, I'll buy you a drink anytime you want. <laughs> buy me I'm a bar. I'm just thinking we need drink. to go and renegotiate yeah. contracts because yeah. I, I think leave. someone's getting all the money. I leave just really? going, why did I do that? But I don't want to be obliged to be nice to him. Mm. Yeah. And and it obviously comes down to my parents because I never forget my mum was constantly just, it's a little white lie, don't mm. tell your dad, and he, she would try and get extra money so out we, to buy us things. I've, I've told you I'm a big budgeter. We've yeah. talked about budgets a lot on this show. Mm. I'm trying to help you. Mm. We don't have an allowance per se. We have an agreed amount of money. That you both do. Yeah we, yeah, we both work, so all of our money goes together. Let's be honest, I have three kids and I'm married to Esther, mm. so really 95% of what I have is actually going to be hers if she decides to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. So we have an agreed amount each week that we go, this is the amount of money we're going to spend. And it's in the one account and you can access it, whatever. But when it runs out, it doesn't replenish mm. until Sunday night. And so, that's just what you know. So we have separate bank accounts. How long have you been married? 10 years together, 17, 11 years together, 17. So, and out of that separate bank account, do you both draw the mortgage? How does that work? Uh, well, we both have set, we have one that is the mortgage and um, we pay that. And then we have, she has her money and I have my money. What, when, what happened when she wasn't working? Uh, she would take money out of our joint savings account. So that she would draw out her own allowance? Yeah. Yeah. But there was no, like, you can only have this many. No, God, bucks. no, no. Does the right. higher breadwinner pay more bills? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. See, it's a tough one, isn't it? Everyone's sort of different. But I guess what you're asking here, Abby, is, is there a partner who maybe doesn't work or has to say to the other, has to say to the big breadwinner, I need money? I just get scared that it's maybe, I don't know, maybe is it saying that the person that stays home is not as regarded as higher as a person that works? Because if you're giving someone allowance, basically you're saying, I'm keeping you. Mm, But maybe other people in reverse go, no, it's actually quite an empowered situation because I've got a set amount of money that I'm allowed to do whatever I want with. Is it because you see it as an obligation? Do you see it as, well, now I am indebted to you? Mm. Yes, 100%. And I don't want to have to justify how much I spend on my hair. Mm. I'm not a natural blonde. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Hang on. Can you update the newsroom? Can you update the newsroom for nine o'clock? But I feel like if I wasn't working, then I don't want someone saying you spend too much. I'd love it. Yeah. At one point, Esther said, I think I'm going to study to be a lawyer. I said, mm. I will support you mm. through that whole study period. But when you are hitting it big, I yeah. am working. But I can I can still remember when, because um, we needed a new tires on our car. Yeah. And I, Abby was listening in on my conversation. Uh, and I said to the cat, well. Someone tonight, was getting and what size it was. Yeah. But yeah. And I said to the cat, well, I'll pay for those. And, and I was like, oh, big man on campus. I'll pay for your tires. <laughs> she didn't get it. She's like, hey, what do you mean you'll pay for? Yeah. The, you would just both pay for it. Like, no, you don't. That's obviously more money than you can afford this week. So I'll pay for them. And, you know. right. Well, 131060, the phones have lit, uh, lit up. Nathan, uh, let's talk allowances, buddy. Are you on one? Yeah, mate, I am. How do you get a sweet deal like this, Nathan? <laughs> it seems like a lot of guys would like it. Um, is yeah, Did you set it or did your partner set it? No, well, the thing is, I, I'm like, Abby, I spend way too much money but on car parts and bike parts. Right. Okay, yeah. So uh, my partner took control. Um, that way my bills do get paid mm-hmm. and I get a little um, little allowance at the end of all of it and that's all I've got until I get paid next. Right. Do you know Ed Sheeran's on an allowance? Remember we spoke yeah. to him? Yeah. And he gets an allowance because he spends it too much on Lego. Lego. On, yeah. Only 100000 a week. <laughs> yeah, we asked, uh, <laughs> is it rude to ask, Nathan, how much your allowance is a week? Uh, mine is $50 a week. $50 a week? That's a carton. 
if you play your cards right, you can get two cards and then you can only buy six packs next week. Yeah. yeah. Nathan knows the specials. Those tongs are going well. 30, I love 30 the bucks. I love the <laughs> I've been drinking them for years. Hammer what and tongs. Twenty. It used to be 30 bucks a carton, which is a, almost a dollar a beer. And now it's, uh, yeah. Drink great. responsibly, Brisbane. Drink responsibly. Okay. Hammer We've and tongs. Lisa from Cedar Creek. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about being on an allowance? Uh, hi. Um, well, I guess for us, we have never been able to, to do it. Um, we've had joint bank accounts since we decided to get engaged and get married, and we just find that it's a massive trust thing. Like, we really want to make sure that we both have everything together and that we pay everything evenly. So Yeah, because you go through life, and I think it sort of changes the balance because when my husband and I were together, he was working a lot more than me, and I was studying. And then I had a child and he took time off. It sort of changes, I think it? it? definitely comes down to, I think, how your parents worked it as well. Yeah. You know, You're quite influenced by that. Yeah, you? either you can either flip it because you didn't agree with her or you, you, you totally. do, you know. During yeah. all my therapy, it always came back to my parents. Yeah. My dad was always hiding smoking from my mum. So he'd be like, you go buy them. And then I'll just, I'll give you, say, it's cash for something else. Yeah. But that was always all I had to pay my mum speeding fines the other day. And she's like, I'll reimburse you, but just don't tell dad. Because oh, yeah. she doesn't want your dad well, to find yeah. out. <laughs> Mary's on, 131060. Uh, we're talking allowances from, from the partner. You are in this situation. Yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I stopped work since having my first baby. I've had two and under two years. Mm, wow. So it makes it hard. Yeah, it makes it hard. But my partner, he's really good. He'll he'll give me money whenever I ask, but it's usually just for the children things. Yeah. So whenever, I, so I never really ask for money for myself because that just makes me feel horrible. And mm. yeah, it makes me feel like I owe him money. Oh, see, I hate, yeah, see, I hate that though, Mary. I feel like sometimes because you are a stay-at-home mum, that is your job. Yeah. Like the, yeah. a lot of Facebook pages from mother groups, they're saying that they've lost their financial freedom and they don't feel like they've got a right to ask their partner. No. But that's, you know, you're allowing him to work by you staying home. Mm. So you shouldn't feel bad. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I completely agree. It is, it's a, it's a 24-hour job. I yeah. don't get a break ever. It's, mm. Like, my youngest is only three months old. It's just, it's full on. But it's, I don't know, maybe it's just today's society, how women are more empowered. It just, yeah. it yeah. makes me feel like I owe him money constantly. And if yeah. you, you added yeah, it up, though, because it is, it is a full-time job being a stay-at-home mum, but if you added it up, no man would be able to afford the actual so wage what? that it is. No. Yeah. So Put on a marry. time sheet, but yeah. divide it by 15. I need 50. to give you $120,000 a year. This is ridiculous. <laughs> consider, consider all four of us are giving you permission to not feel bad about it. Yes. You go right ahead yeah. and yes. you talk to your husband about more money for you to yeah. enjoy your yeah. life, to, yeah. to make yourself feel like you're worth it. But then at the same time, Osh, it's hard because you've just gone from two wages to one. Yeah. So often there's not that money to ask for. Mary, just, just tell them the gin's for the kids. Lauren in Brackenridge We're going to wrap it up with you 131060 We're talking allowances from the partner Yeah I've got a $100 allowance a week Mm -hmm. So that's just for you to spend Outside of bills and everything You just can buy whatever you want with it That's right And did did this come about from him Or did you suggest it? Um, It came about from him He's really generous with his money So I was... um, yeah, I go. I went back to work in January this year. I was on maternity leave last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when we we've got two separate accounts, and then we've got a joint account. Okay. So and, last and year ha- when I was on that, are sorry. you happy with it? Yeah, I secretly pay back credit cards and other bills with most of my money and keep not much for myself. Yeah. yeah right. right. Okay. Just trying yeah. to get out of debt. Yeah. 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 Right. So they're not credit cards that you racked up though, buying dresses and stuff, or are they just like family credit cards? It 
was a private credit card, and now I've given him a credit card in his name, but it's my link to mine, so he actually spends more on it than I do. Ah, <laughs> right. Don't worry. See, we need, like, Norway's rules. What's they get, that? like, paid maternity leave for something like two years. Mm. Really? Imagine that. Mm. Yeah. I'll just keep my wife pregnant. No, no. Well, dads, dad, often dads are doing it. They've got the best dads clubs. Mm. Look at you guys. Oh, no, Your no. eyes just go. I've oh. been slow for three Let's months. Go to <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Big weekend in rugby league, not just because of the international games uh, that were played, but because of the controversy around drugs in the game. The weekend meant to celebrate the elite from rugby league playing nations was instead overshadowed by drug controversies. Bromwich has been stood down for two matches, or Sharks chairman Damien Keogh and Rooster star Sean Kenny Dowell face court for allegedly possessing cocaine. So it's been a busy one. Yeah. The NRL yeah. integrity unit for the police, for fans of football... The chairman of the Sharks uh, was done with cocaine on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Bromwich, the captain of the New Zealand team. The test match was played on Friday in Canberra. Uh, him and another player from uh, the Titans, uh, Proctor, uh, got not caught with drugs. There but was they a were guy... seen on CCTV yeah. footage. There was a guy dealing drugs. He mm-hmm. got done for dealing. It went to court. On CCTV, those two players uh, were seen receiving drugs and their names mentioned in court. Mm-hmm. So no charges have been laid on them legally, but uh, they have said that they would not deny um, th- that it happened. But they could happened. only be done for p- um, possession of it, not actually use, if it's only on the footage. Mm. Yeah, correct. But yeah. They never, and they never caught them with it on them Yeah, either. or no drug testing. So for mm. uh, from what I've read and what they're kind of saying is that they would not be done for possession because those drugs are no longer on their possession. They would yeah, appear right. to be in their system. Right. Uh, the the questions around this uh, are, and I said it this morning, we tried to get Wendell Saylor on, on the show, but he's not answering his phone. Why did you want to get him? Cause... Back in uh, 2006, I think it was, mm. he had been drug tested, found mm. to have cocaine in his system, uh, was banned from playing rugby league for two years. Right. So was completely out. So the integrity unit came in in 2014. I think it's quite similar for the AFL as well. But ever since then, it seems that the, it's sort of changed, that now if they get it caught, I think they are responsible to the club but then only suspended. Mm-hmm. But you would think about it in a lot of other jobs, if that was caught, then people would be fired instantly. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So we thought uh, we'd get someone on from uh, NRL who would know yep. more than anybody else. Uh, Trevor Gilmeister, who is the Maroons' assistant coach, joins us this morning. Hey, buddy. Morning. How are we? We're good, Trevor. What is going on with drugs in <laughs> NRL, mate? This, it's just like it went out of control on the weekend. Uh, yeah, well, you've you got to understand, like, there's hundreds and hundreds of players playing and, and, yeah. and a couple of buff heads do the wrong thing. So everyone gets tarred with the same brush. You, yeah. you yeah. can't put it... Th- honestly, you can't throw the uh, the blanket out and say everyone's doing drugs because yeah. that's not right. Um, you know, I, I you know, work with them all the time. Uh, 99.9% of them do the right thing. So, I mean, but that never gets uh, reported on, does it? But anyway, that's, 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 that's the, you know, that's the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, people want to talk about that. So, uh, you know, and, and if you do the wrong thing, uh, you've got to pay the consequences, haven't you? Are the, are the consequences these players facing, are they, uh, you know, sufficient in your eyes? Uh, well, the old days, you know, if you, if you did something wrong, um, you just, Mate, you paid the, paid the price straight away. So now they, uh, with all the the players' association and things like that, and very similar to um, they've got that from the AFL. Yeah. Uh, you get it like a three strike policy and things like that. So, uh, but as uh, the uh, the NRL have been probably one of the strongest 
uh, of all uh, amongst them, amongst the footy codes. But um, but they've kind of gone to come in line with the, the other codes a bit more as well because they reckon they were too harsh. But anyway, yeah. mate, I'm so anti-drugs. It's you know yeah. probably on my over the top me. But um, but it's yeah I don't know. But well, I, I suppose when you said before about in society, you know, when people get uh, would get sacked, but. You don't get drug. T- Do you get drug tested at work? No, uh, no, no, that's true. Yeah, I guess right. You know, mate. Yeah, yeah. People but, don't. People don't walk in and drug test people at work. But no, anyway, they, those blokes should be doing it. What happens with the integrity unit, the drug integrity unit? Do they do? Because I believe that they do testing. If they are caught, then oh, they've yeah. got to go to mandatory, I guess, assistance to overcome the drug use. Apparently, does everyone get notified, or is that just in house? How many strikes? And what uh, yeah, procedures well, for each? Well, yeah, well, well, if someone gets done first up, uh, the process was um, that they'd they'd keep it in house, but uh, and and it'd go the only person that know was the CEO uh, and and the player involved. Um, so and that's and the DLR uh, he knew. But, don't forget him. Well, he was across well, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't talk about them scumbags. Yeah, yeah. But, um, true. But you know, but the. Um, Mate, but you can't keep anything quiet anymore. I yeah. mean, to be to be honest, it's mm. it gets out there because their managers know and, and they leak things to different people and and things like that as well. So can I? Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a drama. But um, as I said, everyone does. You know, ninety nine percent of them do the right thing. How do you feel, mate? Like you go back to those years where Wendell Saylor he got uh, kicked out for two, two years. Yeah. You've got these yeah. these fellas who are going to get two games. You've got, and I know that they were proven. Um, it wasn't proven in court. Uh, yeah, back yeah. at the Titans, where they were apparently dealing to each other, and they were allowed to play on. Um, do you think that they've gone too soft on it now? Do you think it's kind of like each player gets a different rule now? Yeah, yeah, you're right, and I suppose every case is a different scenario. So it's a bit hard to put them all in one one, one bag, which which I'd lo- love to do. Mm. Uh, but but yeah, you can't. As you said, if you haven't um, been you know uh, drug tested and it's in your system, well, you mate, you got the case to answer, haven't you? But if you you haven't, but you know they should have been drug tested straight away. Those players, and mm. maybe they have been. I don't mm. know. Um, so yeah, you know we were down there in Canberra, played the Test match as well, and uh, uh, it was a great game. And you know Australia played really well, and, and it's kind of tired that great weekend with uh, you know the Samoans and the Tongans and Fiji mm. playing and England. So yeah, it was a great um, weekend of footy, but it's all been kind of swept under the carpet now, which is a bit of a, a mm. bit of a shame. Yeah. But anyway, some great footy play. Trevor, do you do the? Can you help me understand? Do these players un, do they have a scope of? their role in society. I mean, you know, oh. we, we we kind of like to think that they have an idea that hundreds of thousands of young kids look up to them and that they yeah. now have a responsibility to behave in a certain way. Well, I'll tell you, mate, they do that many uh, courses. The NRL, honestly, and Todd Greenberg and the NRL will be that f- filthy because, mate, they get all the courses, they get told about everything. Uh, people are going to approach them. And, and my... Just my uh, take on it is a lot of it is because a lot of them come straight out of school, yeah. um, straight into the you know the system in the NRL, and they don't have to get into the work working environment. Uh, mm. And where do you, where do you learn all your common sense? Yeah. It's in the work environment, isn't it? Yeah, Knocking yeah. about with older people and things like that. And I and I know it. I was down the Titans for eight years and giving Kevy a hand and Mal a hand. And um, but the, the the issue is that a lot of these young blokes don't know. That these drop kicks they're hanging around are just there because they want to sponge off them. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So, that, yeah. and it's, so you lose your common sense a bit, a little bit in that regard. So that was probably 
um, like roles of senior, you know, old blokes like ourselves to try to educate them a little bit on that as well. But the NRL does that mu- that much work in that environment. Uh, it's it's scary. So I mean, there's no excuse for them not to know what's going on. All right, mate. Well, we appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thank uh, thanks for coming on and having a chat. Not my pleasure. See you later. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Tell me yet, I've got cookies. Oh, Bob, please just go home. It, it's not a good time. It's okay, she can stay if she wants. I'm not afraid if she hears this. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love this, and I think I would do it. Apparently, there is a huge new trend that says one in seven either do want to do it or plan to do it, and that is live next to their parents or their in laws. And I mean not just like, oh, they're in the same suburb. No, 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 in earshot and preferably next door is what people have been saying, which I think is great. I would just have the back fence just with a, like with a, a secure flat, access. A little big cat flap for people. Yeah. It's because childcare is so expensive these days that yeah. they're saying a lot of grandparents are having to look look after their kids. I've, I've, I've thought about, because we're looking to buy a new home. Mm. Uh, we're renting at the moment. We're going to buy another house next year. And I've thought, I've said to Esther, my wife, I said, we live one street away from my mum. She's always at our house. Why don't we get her to see if she wants to sell her place? We'll build a McMansion between yeah. the two of us. She Perfect. can live down one end. We're down the other's. Down the other. There's an airlock in the middle where you just put the yes. kids in there and then... So it, it can only be unlocked from our side. You can't no, breathe it. in an airlock. <laughs> okay, so we'll just put... We'll just, we'll just, they hold their breath and they run very quickly. <laughs> That's what an airlock does. <laughs> it's kind of in the title, really, isn't what about, it? But, Abby, what about all, yeah. the, all the tropes of, you know, having interfering mother-in-laws? No, and, yeah. you know, no it's great. Parent, parents who are trying to out-parent their kids? No, I don't care because they look after the parents. Free and that's what you have to cop. Because my mum yeah. comes up um, from Adelaide and she'll live with us. Shed. She does. She sleep, it's very comfortable there. It's a lovely But shed. she'll come up and she'll um, live with us generally around about two months of the year broken up. And I always say when she comes, we've got different parenting style, but when she's there, yep. she's in charge. I'm the same. I don't sort of, you know, I, yep. I can't. I can't question it. Yeah. The, the only problem is it does run into issues, right? Because like I said, my mum's my mum's got a key to our house at the moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And I thought having three children was a cock block. Um, there's nothing uns- more less sexy than when you are trying to talk your wife into it and you hear the jingle at the door. Uh, and she goes, well, now we can't. I go, just pretend we're having a nap. She's like, not happening yeah. with your mum in there. My mother-in-law walked in on us once. Oh, dear. Yeah. How did you explain that? Um, oh, she does. She obviously would knock a lot after that. <laughs> and to our defence, she's like, who does on the couch? Come on. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have the kids bedroom. then, did you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. my, my mum walked in on us once too. Now that I don't think Did about she it. leave? She just we're, at, we're at her house. Oh. <laughs> she high fived him. Ah. That's my she... boy. Oh, you guys, you got to, you got, you got to work on. It's all about the silence. It's all about the super quiet, 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 quiet. Yeah, I've heard that's not a problem for you. <laughs> I want to know thirteen ten sixty. Do you do this? Has it worked in your favour? Do you mm. love it? Do you recommend it? Or have you done it and just went, it was a disaster? Mm. We never should have done it. Because a friend of mine's actually buying a big block of land mm. so they can build. So that's right what I, that's what I think would be the best the best option. I would like love a it. Flat. Yeah, separate living spaces. I reckon yep. there needs to be like yeah. it's not one house. It's yeah. got to be two dwellings. I'm going to yeah. concur. I lived in a I lived in a three bedroom apartment with my in laws. Nope. Which was it? So Audrey and I in one room, they yeah. were in the other room, and Gigi was in the other room. Mm. And um, it was—I'm going to say—it was really great, but it was also a little because everyone's got to be okay with the kid growing up. 
Mm. All right, because yeah. as you know, Abby, yeah. you'd remember you'd remember your, you talked about your mum kind of being reluctant to let the baby go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and wanting to keep you kind of as a kid. But this is the issue: you need to be prepared for it in reverse. Because if they move next door and they're looking after your kids, there's going to be a certain point where they get too old and you need to start looking after them, Maddie. Oh, right. yeah. Well, that's already going to happen with me. My, sis- my sisters are as the smartest in the world. They just they only do as little as they can. I, me and mum are the closest. So they've oh, already so got that covered. And they know that, which is why I'm getting more in the will, because that's just how it works. Yeah. Uh, 13, 10, 16. <laughs> hey, mum, just sign these papers. <laughs> Narelle, yes, you doing this? Um, my mum's lived behind me for about 15 years and my kids were little when it started, but it's actually my retreat because she has great alcohol in her fridge and a swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) So you think it's the best thing you've ever done? Um, absolutely. She, um, she still works even though she's 70 odd, but, um, she's just great and she's quite happy for me to pretend her house is my house. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So you don't send the kids to her place anymore. You leave the kids in your house and bail over there. That's exactly right. My kids are young adults now, and I actually thought I actually need the nap time thing just to hide from them and get a good night's sleep when they come home in the middle of the night partying. Yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm scared about, because I'm so happy when, like, kids grow up and then you realise it's different sort of no sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's staying cool, up waiting for them. Look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, hon. It's a very uh, British thing. I remember when, uh, when in Scotland, my gran, uh, if she looked out the back window, she could see her uh, one daughter, and if she looked out her front window, she could see her other daughter. And they would have to, like, every night they would turn their lights off to say that they'd gone to bed, and then they'd wait 10 minutes, and then they'd turn their lights back on because they knew that Graham was asleep and they could get back up and do whatever they were doing oh, beforehand. Right. Oh, without yeah. her punishing the guy, I see yeah. you were up late yeah. last you, night. You were up till 11 o'clock? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> late. Yeah, it's pretty late. Louise in Belimba, what do you think? Is this a, a good thing or a bad thing? It's bad. Oh. <laughs> so, are you doing it at the moment? 12 months ago, my mother-in-law bought the house next door to us and it's been downhill ever since. Did she ask you, Louise? I am. Well, here's the the kicker. I actually asked her to come up here. Okay. She's she's on her own. She doesn't have a lot of family. I married her only child. She recently lost her husband. Um, And she's not well, so... And then I remember when she came up here why she's great in small doses. Yeah, Yeah, small doses. So now basically you've just got another child to look after. Well, I I don't know what to call it. Like, my husband works away and she diarises when I leave the house and when I come home. Who comes to the house and things like that. And take into consideration, we've been married over 20 years. Yeah. 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 Boundaries are an issue if you're going to do this, then. Yeah. So and it was setting clear boundaries is, is very important. Mm. Stab, just gently reminding you there that you actually did invite her. I mean, we, I, like, like I said, our, um, our in-laws live uh, out of state now, um, but uh, they're f- actually flying in on, on Thursday to, to look after Gigi because Audrey and I are going away for the weekend. So, uh, Got to take the good with the bad, see? That's yeah, the thing. You gotta, yeah, I'm grateful that they're coming up. Um, Kayla in Murray. What's the scenario? Did you invite them over to move in or did you move next door to them? Um, I moved next door to my family home. I actually grew up in one home and then bought the house next door. So I I was in my early, um, late 20s, early 30s when I bought the house next door to my mum. And then I had a child and we removed the fence between us so we could actually walk to each other's houses. And then... It went full circle. She helped me with my beautiful little girl, and unfortunately, she got ill and passed away. But it then gave me the opportunity to pay her back, and I spent all my time taking care of her. 
Oh, oh, nice. oh yeah. And then did you just build a bridge and have two houses? And you're like, sweet ass? <laughs> no, no, I got brothers and sisters. We sold the other house. Yeah. <laughs> right, and then you had to put a fence in now. <laughs> yeah, I was say. No, actually, I've got fabulous neighbours. Wow. Um, shout out to Jason and Megan, amazing people. Yeah. Um, and lovely young, young couple. And no, we got on fantastic, and they've been amazing. So I've been that's blessed. Right. Absolutely oh, that's blessed. good. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm thinking about getting rid of the fence in our backyard because our neighbours are also very good and are looking at putting a pool in. Wow, oh, I'm, nice. I'm thinking about building a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Spoil mum this Mother's Day and enjoy high tea in the award-winning Bacchus restaurant, South Bank. $69 per person includes a glass of malt chandon and a beautiful gift for mum. I'm too excited to sleep. Nap club. You do not talk about nap club. No, whatever happens, we're just going to keep it secret. But don't forget, Mother's Day is on Sunday. Whatever happens, you're sleeping. Yeah, that's why they're keeping it a secret because that's lame. No, it's not lame. No, when is sleep lame? I know, it's I sent you guys an article on the weekend, group text. I know you love it, Stab. Mm, Um, Talking about the jobs that have the most sleep deprivation Mm. and number one was mothers. Mm. Just can't remember when they had a good night's sleep. So that's how we're celebrating for Mother's Day is we all get to check in to the Ridges Hotel at South Bank. We go to Backers, which is a beautiful meal for a responsible 5.30 meal. They're opening the kitchen for us. Yeah. Nice. It's great. <laughs> then we get our Fitbits just so we can monitor how much sleep we have, go in our beautiful pyjamas and just sleep. Just sleep. So Turn what you got to do is if you, you know, we've given away money, we've mm-hmm. given away cars, mm-hmm. we've given away overseas holidays. Mm-hmm. If you just want to win sleep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hit105.com.au to register. Mm, giving away sleep. And one person that's done that is Kylie in Logan Village. Morning, Kylie. Hi. Hey, Kylie. When's the last time why you... Why are you... Why do every time we do this, do she you goes just into that, some yeah, sort of she? therapist? Yeah. Yeah. Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my natural voice. When's the last time you had a good night's sleep? Well, before I fell pregnant with my second child, and she's almost two. Oh. So I was talking maybe three years ago. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> well, you are going to come along. You're going to bring a friend, so it's going to be amazing. We did. Oh, thank you. We did say on the uh, the application form. What's the last thing your kid did that just really got under your skin? Oh, it just happened to be the day I filled in the application form. We are in full fledged toilet training mode at the moment, mm. and when she's done, when we think she's done a poo, we check the back of her nappy. Well, we're at the supermarket, and we, my almost two year old, thinks it's hilarious to do that to mummy. In the middle of the supermarket, <laughs> yeah. and everyone saw my butt. Wow. It was the most embarrassing moment of my mothering journey. Kylie, <laughs> had you pooed yourself? Yeah, I've got a guaranteed way to stop that. <laughs> I was very proud of myself, and I had not done that. Yeah, well done. Well done. I was only telling the guys about this. We're training our three-year-old at the moment, and I feel like a midwife when he's sitting on the toilet. I've got it. I'm trying to get him to spread. I'm like, push! Push. It's like, I, I am. Like, you're no, not you're pushing. No, you're not pushing. You I can know, do it. I can tell. Your, your bum hole has not moved. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's uh. like, you know, you know you're a mum when you have a poo song, when there's a poo dance oh, and there's yes. a poo song. Yeah. Oh, sing it. Sing it. I, I need to hear no, it. No, no, Come no, on, no. Kylie. <laughs> Come on, Kylie. What is it? <laughs> You've done a poo. You've done a poo. <laughs> We're so happy with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just changed. You've wow. changed. Oh, I can't wait to meet you on Thursday night. It's going to be amazing. 
Thank you so much. Thanks, Alrighty, Barbie. if you want it too, just a good night's sleep. <laughs> Abby has your hookup. Surprise and delight your senses with true fine dining experience at Backers Restaurant. Thanks to head chef Massimo Speroni. I think I said that right. Yeah, you'll yeah. meet him on no, Thursday. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. I'm really grateful for our show today. I thought it was pretty good. We uh, talked the big issues. We talked about household allowances. We talked about cocaine and the NRL. There's some things that were really ace, but there's some things I'm just not thankful for. <laughs> Bad wording, but... Yeah. <laughs> Don't we say had... cocaine and ace that close yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, angry old man with a small dog on their boardwalk yesterday. My delightful seven-year-old nephew was excitedly walking our fluffy cavoodle behind you yesterday and accidentally... Let little Frankie frolic over to sniff your little Dachshund's butt. <laughs> Instead of going, Oh, hello, little cutie patootie, whoosh, 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 whoosh. You said, No, no, get that dog away. What? No, no, oh. thank you. Oh. Did you get a kick out of angrily yelling at innocent seven-year-olds? Oh. Thanks, but no thanks. No seven-year-old's oh. innocent. It's <laughs> 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 uh, kind of true. So you guys know that I love to chat. No. Yeah, like all the time to anyone about anything. There's one time I don't like to chat. For some reason, it's the only time that my family want to chat to me. It's when I'm watching TV. Hmm. I pause it to then go, did you want to talk? And they go, no, 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 keep playing it. I'll talk throughout it. No, No, I wanted to watch The Voice last night. Hmm. I didn't want to discuss it all. And this was with my son. I <laughs> should have wanted to chat to. He talks more than me. Yeah. I, I want to watch the voice, not hear yours. Yeah, and you know what he calls it? He calls it the boss. He goes, it's kind of like your show. I'm like, no, it's a voice. Man. Thanks. But no, thanks. <laughs> hey, people who are trying to sell their houses. <laughs> like you? No, this is... Oh, we are trying to sell ours. <laughs> anyone's in the market for one in Maudsland. All right. <laughs> Two pools in the complex. All right, Gated community, 24-hour security. 131060 gives the call. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, but we are looking to buy a house here in Brisbane. You know, we love it here. And I can't always make it to the times that you want the open home. Yeah. So if you see me lingering out the front and I say to you, Look, I know it's past the time, but can we still come and have a look? Don't look at me like I'm a creep and say no. I'm trying to buy your house off you. Just let me come in and sniff around. What could possibly go wrong? Thanks, but no thanks. You should do that. And then at the end when they say, so you're looking to buy? You say, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. Just put your feet up, watch TV and say, I brought dinner. <laughs> I always look in the medicine cabinet, though, just so you know. Always got to look in there. You have to look through all the cabinets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I don't like them to be home. <laughs> hey there, person at Indoorapilly Car Park. You were walking back to your car and we followed you slowly yes. because we needed a space. A classic Indro move. When's you got to your car, you put your shopping in the car, and then you went back in to the shops. Did they at least wave to you, like, when they were putting in the shopping? What did you think we were following you for? There was no head nod. No, no, no. It was, it was almost like they enjoyed it. Oh, I ran yeah. them down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But no, thank you. They would have just said it. I'm only doing five. (laughs) Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.